This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Better than that, it's the Friday Titmus. You get one chance at this and one chance only to wrap the year in fashion, Kempe, and we've done our absolute best. It's a good one. This is a ripper. If you've been playing along throughout the year, you would have remembered a lot of these interviews, but let's rip in. I think we might just start at the top. Perhaps New Zealand's greatest sporting success this year came from the Black Ferns, who, against overwhelming odds, beat England in the World Cup final at home. Wayne Smith was the mastermind behind the team's incredible and improbable turnaround, and it was clear from day one that he knew what he was doing. We've got to do stuff differently. We've got to change the game. Hopefully it'll be exhilarating, the sort of game that we play. Um, but we'll see. I'd like I've only had a week, so it's hard to get a real feel for it. But well, there you go. A week into the job, and he joined the show. And we should mention everybody that we hear here came on our show throughout the year. Yeah, and didn't they crack on from there once they came on here? There must be something in the in the airwaves anyway. Wayne Smith, he needed to buy in though as well as newly named captain. Ruahi DeMont, how good was she? She was crucial to that. And she joined us just before the start of the Women's Rugby World Cup and talked about what it meant to her and the Black Ferns to be playing at home. And I think it's fair to say, Louie, that Black Ferns and Aotearoa delivered. There's never mm. really many opportunities in an athlete's career to play a World Cup in their country. Um, yeah. So for us girls to actually have that honour, like the first time the World Cup's ever going to be played in, in New Zealand and um, to have the support of you know our family but also our fans behind us would mean so much to us to hopefully do the deed and win, win mm. the cup here, here at home would be like you know a dream. Like Wayne kicked on, won the World Cup, player of the of New Zealand, player in the best player in the world, <laughs> can't get any better than that. It's, that gives me chills hearing that before the fact how much it meant to them to potentially 100%. do it. The fact they went and did it, and rugby, I guess, was a huge theme for us in 2022. Remember, this is a celebration, though, so we're probably not going to be talking too much about NZR in the All Black season. One of the most inspirational chats of 22 was with Springboks captain Sia Corlisi. He spoke passionately about using rugby as a vessel to make his country better. How lucky he was to be doing what he was doing and at the top of the world and you just heard it, he oozed humility The biggest thing for us rugby players to understand that rugby is not your life, it, it's, it's what you do and it's, it's, you can use it as a vehicle, not just for you but to inspire others and make a difference Me waking up every morning when, I, when the body's so when I don't want to get up I know I must get up because there's a child getting a meal 
every day. There's a woman being saved because we provide uh, for for gender-based violence, um, like some tools to to prevent. You Not know, for the woman, it's a big problem in our country. So there's so much that I face as a kid that I'm able to make a difference now, only through doing what I love. Wow. Yeah, you don't even need to say anything to that. That was just beautiful. Um, and a follow-on from that, we came up with a segment this year that's going to be kicking on next year, More Than an Athlete. And it became a massive theme of a show. And we enjoyed finding out about what our Kiwi legends were doing to help people out in their professions so much that it turned into, like I said, a weekly feature that everyone wanted to listen to. Here's some examples from Marcus Daniel, TJ Pedernata and Dr. Lara Andrews. Like if I won a match, it was great for myself, but it was also now great for something so much bigger than myself. And that wider perspective on using my career to do good was just huge for me. I want to use this platform to, to promote Te Reo Māori and I might get part of my mihi wrong, but I also want those young kids to see that. For me to get that wrong and to show it's okay and then to continue to do it, I think um, will give confidence to people to go through their journey too. Pushing that barrier and being, un- being comfortable with being uncomfortable It's that perimeter that really pushed me to dig deep and find who I am and what I want to do in my life. We should bottle that. We should bottle that and create a site that just gives out messages, mate. What wonderful tools. Can you believe that this is free? We just, we're getting reference points for not just sport, but how to develop yourself as a person every single day on the show, and especially with more than an athlete, Kempi. Yeah, very cool. One of the highlights of the year, undoubtedly, was catching up with Scott Razor Robertson back in May when the Crusaders, yeah boys, were just about hitting their stride. And how good's this? Kempi dished out some tough questions, but the big man, Ray, was absolutely loving it. Where do you put the boys at the moment? Are they, is, it, is it a seven or is it an eight? Uh, I'm reluctant to chuck a number at it. I like how you've done that though. I like where you come from. It feels like you're a school teacher. Whereabouts in that journey are you? Zero being, I just started. 20, I'm, I've done the All Blacks and coached wow. the, lot, the Lions and all that. I'm going to coach the Lions. I like that. Cheers, <laughs> um, Kempi. Some Ke- questions in you, mate. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait, Razor, for me and you to sit down and just pick at, pick at each other's brains, mate, because we would go to some pretty far out places. Um, but here's a recent one, but way too good not to include. Um, we had to, this was a pub This was a pub chat with Gordon Titchens, who joined us earlier this month. We have a good old catch up about the state of the sevens game here in New Zealand and picking Izzy up from R&V. How good was that? <laughs> As he also spoke about his love of Roger Federer, his players used to hate when the GOAT lost. I know the players used to hate it when Federer lost because um, he was obviously, for me, he was the superstar and um, and I used to have so much into my tennis that um, every time Federer got beaten, I thought, well, the guys used to just look at themselves and go, well, well here we go, 80-60-40, here we go. So, well, Oh, what a hard case. Kiwi, Titch, absolute legend. And Kempe, I don't reckon not many people would be able to hack a session in the mount with the great Sir Gordon. I tell you one bloke who would be able to do it, once described as a fish by Nick Gill on this show, Hayden Wild. Mm. Hayden actually joined us a few times throughout the year and was very honest about his appeal for a gold at the Com Games, which was dismissed in the end. He constantly had people asking <laughs> about the appeal, and apparently the biggest quote-unquote pest was our friend Guy Havelt. The biggest pest about that, <laughs> I'm going to put him straight on the spot, is Guy Havelt 
Straight up. <laughs> Nearly every every single time, he's like, mate, fizzing about this weekend. You're free for a yarn to some time uh, ahead of the final. Also, what's happening with the appeal? <laughs> <laughs> you pissed a vault. Oh, mate, he was very good. But speaking of the com games of superhuman athletes, what about Superman? Yeah, Paulie Cole from... The West Coast had also had an epic season in 2022. We caught up with him recently as he came home to New Zealand to play in the New Zealand Squash Open. And he was so stoked to see the growth of his sport here in Aotearoa. There seems to be quite a lot of you know young interest in squash, which in the past it's probably been quite a, a more older generation sport. As you get older, you sort of take up squash. But you know to have a few younger guys looking at squash is, is healthy for the sport. That's what we need. That's where the sport grows. We, we actually had this conversation only about a week and a bit ago, Kempi, the sport that's done the best throughout the year. And we talked about golf, and we'll hear from Lydia Cohen a bit, but we decided that squash had to be right up there because of Paul and also Joelle, another legend of the game here in New Zealand, Joelle King, that is. She jumped on the phone after taking out that Com Games gold. She spoke about the tough patches she went through to get that medal after failing at that same games. And we were so proud of you, Joelle. And... I tell you what, we probably didn't have anyone be as vulnerable as you did on the show this year. 2019 was the last time I won an event. I've been through some pretty tough patches since then, you know. There's definitely been thoughts of maybe is it time to to stop. I'm 33 now. I think I'm still capable of competing at the top. And I just, I'm a proud Kiwi and I just want to make people proud. Yeah, look, I nearly shed a tear on that that one there. That um, she was so vulnerable talking about her dad just picking her up off the ground and saying, get back on. So well done, Joel. well done, Paulie Coles. But, mate, it wasn't just about the athletes out there too, you know. Here's one for the golfers, the mullet fans, the support, all of our good Kiwis and Australians dominating one of the biggest sports globally. Australian golfer Cam Smith had a fantastic season in 2022, and we were lucky enough to catch up with his caddy. Sam Pinfold, how good, a few times, including when they had won their first major the Open. Well, I thought it was pretty special at the start of the week to be, you know, at, at a British Open in St Andrews with, you know, one of the best players in the world. I sort of pinched myself then, like, you know, it's come a long way to, to get there. And then once we kicked off and then obviously had that round Friday, I sort of started, you know, to believe that, we, you know, we could definitely do this and, and pull it off. And to do it with, sort of, you know, I worked for him for eight years now, we've become pretty close mates. And just to share with him and the, and the growth from when he was sort of 20 years old to where he is now, it's been pretty special. How good. One of the best blokes, Pinner. In it. Deserves it all. Let's get on the phone this weekend because he'll have some tips for us as well. well. He's he's hounding us. He wants to see us on a on a track sometime soon. I promise you. <laughs> Sticking with golf, let's talk about one of our favourite Kiwis. Full stop ever. How could you have a New Zealand sports year in review without mentioning the great Lydia Ko? She has one of the had the, one of the most amazing years, and we're so happy that she now gets to take some time off to go and get married. Yeah, on your lids. She joined us to talk about the step up in competition she has faced throughout the years. Getting in from the top 20 to top 10 is different and from the top 10 to top 3 is different and then like from you know top 3 to like winning is very different and I think it's like at the end of the day very marginal differences but after 4 days or a 3 day event they all add up. And you did it! World number 1 again! Oh, there's gonna, how are you going to pick the best athlete in the world this year? From New Zealand. Wouldn't want to do it. You wouldn't want to do it. I know, that's a tough one. Anyway, let's get back to the biggest rivalry. Back to the Kiwi-Aussie theme, sort of. How could we forget the greatest interview bomb in the SENZ history? <laughs> it was great. We were chatting to the British Kiwi tennis player. 
not British son, Cam Norrie, when Nick Kyrgios, the great Nicholas, decided to vent to us about the lack of scoonies in Saudi. I just have a, a special guest uh, that wants to say hi. Oh. You've got Nick Kyrgios right here in, in Saudi. What's going on? Oh. He's not happy. He's no alcohol in, Sa- in Saudi. <laughs> Can you ask Nick how stoked he is with that Celtics record? Oh, unbelievable. He said unbelievable. How <laughs> good's Jason Tatum, eh? He, he said he still needs a scoony though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, the scoonies. Sunk plenty of them in Newcastle. Not even the Celtics record could cheer him up. He no. just wanted the scoonies. Very man. good. And you know what? Aussies, we love to give them stick, but we don't mind them really. And you know racing's such a big part of our show. And one of the best stories to follow was Izzy's with Pungol. Spoke about him a bit this morning. Hugh Bowman joined us after the big boy smoked the field by three lengths at Warwick Farm in his second start. Hugh was pretty impressed by the Colt. Well, he has had a big offer. And he didn't miss the chance to talk some money like any good jockey would. He's like a young, exuberant teenager. The improvement he took from his first race to his second race, it's just... There's a lot of natural talent there. Not sure what Chris's plans are now, but there's plenty of options for him to just ask a little bit more of a question of where he might sit on the on the packing order with all the good races. Have you explained to Izzy what a sling is? <laughs> no, but could you do that for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss a beat. Don't miss a beat, Gary. Jeez, I'm talking. What about the sale? He's going to have to hand one of them over. I'm sure yeah. it is. You know? regular rider, Hugh oh, Bowman. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk to him about that. But here we go. One of the very sad days of 2022 was saying farewell to our good mate, Bazza. Bazball, as he headed over to Coach England, and I joined Alfano here on The Breakfast Show. On his last show, Baz left a message for all of our listeners. Just a big, a big thanks to everyone, really. Um, you guys have all trusted us with, uh, with the building of... SNZ and Baz and Izzy breakfast in particular and you know just keep mm. keep bringing everyone to to the station because all we do is try and as we say is champion our champions and we want to talk um, about the best athletes we've got and we want to share it with everyone out there so thank you to everyone keep uh, keep supporting Izzy as well as he takes the reins steps in, into the into Cap- the captain's captain, chair captain. he'll do a wonderful job On you, Baz, and uh, great to catch up with Baz this morning too. I mean, nobody, look, he was always going to be tailor-made for the gig, but nobody could have seen this coming. No one. Changing cricket in real time. Yeah, and doing a, well, where does he go down this year in the in the Hellbergs? Well, that's an interesting question. So can he be a Coach of the Year candidate? Well... Not a New Zealand team. Does that matter? I don't know. I don't think it does. I just think you have to be a Kiwi. Uh, well, if it does... Scott Dixon is the same. It's a very good point. Um, there's so many more honourable mentions that couldn't make that list. That's the Friday Titmus. Those are just a, a selection. But we spoke to so many, not just high-profile Kiwis, but... We just talk to Kiwi athletes throughout the year. Every single morning, you do take for granted a little bit the access we get. And from Heartland rugby players to interprovincial golfers to the world's best jockeys to the world's best rugby players to the world's best coaches, but then back to real Kiwis working in Heartland Aotearoa, we're very privileged, aren't we, Kempi? I can't believe it. Sometimes you go back and reflect on the day and, and go, man, I just really spoke to those people. Um, and they were just having a really decent old chat with us type thing you know like it has been 
An absolutely awesome first year, Louis. The boys have done a really good job putting the shows together. And of course, that's what we're about, is making sure we can bring as many of the best athletes in the world to the show. I do think that we might have skipped a beat, though. <laughs> because the messages <laughs> have come in. No way. <laughs> and I don't have it at my fingertips right now. But Kane and everybody else texting... Big bangers sausages for big boys. One-stop shop for sauce. Um, we'll have to get a little bit of that before we finish up here this morning. I think we'll have to we'll have to incorporate incorporate that into the rest of the show. That is the Friday tipmas, or the Christmas tipple, whatever you want to say. A big kia thank you to everybody that's listening. Everybody that's picked up the phone for us this year. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast have absolutely loved it and. We'll continue to do it moving forward. We're going to talk some TAB odds with Pitt Morris in just a wee bit. Is he in Kimmy for Rick?